with Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki. Race one at Melton is the tab. Download the app pace. And I got so excited this morning, Dan. I clicked on the TAB and all the races were up there. And no, pr- and no prices. <laughs> so I was all excited that we could talk to some things here. But uh, there is, I have found some providers have got some markets up, but not for the first racing. And look, he's a very talented horse, dangerous, Dan. I think, do you, do you go with his class and the potential he has shown as a two and three-year-old here first up? And the second question of that is, I'm buoyed by the way Catalpa Rescue's come back, if that makes sense. And these two have done so much together through the journey for Shane Sanderson and team. They have. They've always looked really nice sources, particularly Dangerous. Mm. I think Catalpa Rescue's maximising his ability, whereas Dangerous, um, physically, he was probably ahead of where he was mentally, and I could see him yeah. continuing to improve. He's a really... Really nice horse. I, I totally expect that he would get to the, the highest level. I, I've been challenged usually through the course of the meeting uh, tomorrow night because there is a number of horses that are first up that I am going to tip. And it's just that sort of a night where um, usually I try to steer away from them and can find good cases why they are vulnerable when they're first up. But there's a few running Saturday night that I've tipped first up just uh, the, because of the race shape and obviously the barrier draws, and he's one of them. Dangerous. I think the main dangers are probably drawn on the back line, and he's got gate speed. I think he can lead here, and uh, he, he, he can... Look, he could win from any position, but he's got enough gate speed. I think he could work his way to the top. And, that, and he might have to work too hard to get there, either Toby, and he's a good horse as well. I mean, he's a horse that I look upon, I see dangerous in a field like this, and I sort of think, well, I rate you a horse that could be in a 20 ratings race higher. So I think he's pretty well placed. And if you have a look at the the race shape and even the ratings involved in the race, you can see the way it extends um, to a horse like Cosimo, who's into the hundreds, even though he's only won, you know, one race at his last 20 or so. But... Dangerous, drawn three. I think he's the horse to beat. We know he's a little bit vulnerable first up, or he should be, but I think his class can get him through. Cosimo and Highway to Heaven come through country cup races. Cosimo's a sit sprinter. He needs things to work out uh, for him, but he can finish off his race really well, and I expect he can do that here. Um, Highway to Heaven... Look, should be ready to do something now. Comes through what I think is a really strong Hamilton Cup. That form line's already stacking up well. Um, He did a little bit of work in the run. Uh, It's close enough to a D-Day for Highway to Heaven to find out really where he's at. And this type of race should suit him to run well. And I think Melanion... Look, might end up three back along the inside, but it might be a bad spot for Melanion, who I find a decent sit sprinter coming off the back of pace strongly. Would need Dangerous to be below his best and something happening that we haven't factored in to help Melanion get clear running and finish over the top of them. But I think he's in the mix as well. Three, I'm pretty keen on it. It was almost a process of elimination, uh, but he is a good horse, drawn well. The negative first up, three, nine, ten, and eight. Uh, here, here to all that. We could have not recorded it and replayed it. I think you'll get eventually, Dan. I think Dangerous is going to be a 120 raider and running Grand Circuit level type races. That's the level I hold him yeah. at. He, and 
What you said about physical ability and mental ability being worlds apart, I think that has been his issue as a two and three. And I think just late as a three-year-old, we just saw that changing. He won a trial beating Tay-Tay at Bendigo. That only went two minutes, but I think he's ready for this. Agree with Highway to Heaven. I had it second. I got Cosimo in for third. Had a, bar, uh, a beer with his owner, Mark Jones, on Sunday night at the Bernie Trots at some time. I'm not sure what time it was. Uh, but uh, And uh, he was pretty happy that I tipped him for fourth in the Shepparton Cup and the Ballarat Cup. He was very unlucky in the Ballarat Cup, according to Mark. He outlined it all to me. And uh, hopefully he can run another great race. He's going really well without much luck, that horse. And, and look. Anything could run fourth. Uh, yep, Millennium, Heavenly Charm. Uh, Silver Mystique's a little a little filly that can, or mare now, that uh, can run a good race. And best of luck to Naomi Kerr as well, who's bringing two down from Mildura. And uh, she's, got a, she's got a great story and uh, behind her, Naomi Kerr, and she's just a bit shy to come on and tell it. So one day, hopefully, we'll get you on, Naomi, and we can share that journey that you've been on to get to the trots. Race two is the Lifestyle... Uh, here we go. Dangerous is a dollar forty-five on a certain agency table. Cheers, big fella. Can you send that agency through, big fella? And I'll try and find those uh, those odds. So we've got something to go off. I don't know if I'd take a dollar forty-five. I've I've got in my betting here, highway to heaven each way, just on the basis that if anything is wrong with Dangerous, I think he could really uh, knock him off highway to heaven. Race two is the lifestyle communities trot and. Uh, Dan, this race is set to go at 7.05 p.m. And if you don't mind, I'll come back on air at 7.04 and 59 seconds and then I'll tip between Key and Chucky and Chinese Whisper. Uh, yeah, well, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. I mean, I, I totally understand that. Uh, I feel obliged to stick with Chinese Whisper because I made a bit of a hoo-ha out of it, didn't I, last time at Shepherd and, um But I, he did chase well, but he, he messed up the start and that's the thing he's... Reliability is what lets him down, but I reckon he's going well. I reckon Andy's got him going really well, but sometimes when they're going that good, there's a bit of a fine line, isn't there, between yeah. overdoing it uh, from the horse's perspective and um, and getting it right. Um, but I think you'll be odds. And look, sadly, again, you brought up um, uh, the prices there, and uh, I don't know what we're dealing with. If Chinese Whisper was two dollars eighty, you'd look away from him. If he was nine dollars, you'd want to, you know, I'd be suggesting uh, have a bet each way, and because you could back Keyang Chucky at a dollar ninety or whatever price he is. And sadly, we're betting blind here. And the thing is, usually in, in a lot of markets, like if that was a thoroughbred market, even if the markets weren't up, I know I'd have a good idea of about what they would be, and occasionally you'd get one that was unders and you get one that's way overs. Well, in the harness, the, the wild fluctuations mean that it's almost when those prices come up, um, you can get three times bigger odds Ooh. come the start of the race. It almost means nothing. It's not around for long enough and we see it happen all the time. So, so we, we just don't know uh, what we're dealing with and uh, we can only go for the love of it almost, you know. Um, uh, anyway, I've tipped nine, help. six, eight and three. I can help you, uh, thanks to Big Fella. Mm. Now, I don't bet, so I don't have these accounts, but he's sent through the uh, agency that is uh, providing, okay. and um, they bet on sport. Who's the agency? Should we they, should we mention it? Because if they've got them up, the rest of the harness racing community might be interested in following suit. If the rest of them are ignoring the plight of uh, the industry and not putting them up, perhaps we should mention the one that is. Yeah, they, they bet on sports uh, bet, Dan, a bit. Yeah, sports... Uh, and, and horse racing, a bit on sports, uh, bet, sport, sports, uh, bet. 
Uh, anyway, Chinese <laughs> Whisper is twelve dollars. Twelve dollars and two thirty-five. And Brett Carroll hates it when I say this. He hates it, right? Back Chinese Whisper to win and lay at the place if you're using a certain type of provider. You can back Chinese Whisper to win and lay at the place. I think that's a great way of playing this race. Because he can win the race or he gallops, basically. He could probably run a really good second at Key and Chucky and make me look silly again. Key and Chucky is the safest bet in the race, but at $1.70, I wouldn't be playing that way. I'd rather back Chinese Whisper uh, a small each way, 12 and 235. Mm. Pretty good value, really. Uh, yeah. na- Naked Ambition is a horse that really can run through. It's going to have a great – it led and won, and it was a much weaker race. What was that at, at Melton? 55 to 69, uh, which, yeah, is a lot weaker than this. But its form prior in this company has been pretty good. And, of course, Kai Valley Hotspur, who's relying a little bit – if Naked Ambition holds the front, Kai Valley Hotspur is a wonderful chance in this race as well. So, uh yeah, I was with uh, seven, uh, six to beat nine and then one and eight. And I uh, don't know how I've tipped the horse to run second or I'm saying I'll lay the place, but I think you have to put it in the top two. What, what were your four in the end, Dan? Uh, nine, six, eight and three. So Chinese Whisper, uh, now that we've actually got a little bit of a marker we can work with, um, so I'm, I'm happy enough at double figure odds. Twelve dollars on sports bet at the moment. Um, I reckon that's worth having a little play on. Uh, from six, Key and Chucky, Eight, uh, Kai Valley Hotspur, and three anywhere Hugo is $126 and $15 the place on the market I'm looking at, and I reckon that's overs. I reckon that, that might overs. be worth a one by th- four or something like that. I've rubbed up on you with him, haven't I, Dan? <laughs> well, he's been good to me over a period of time as well, and he's going all right. I mean, he shouldn't be that price. I marked him at $19, and he's 126 so... Look, it's a good race, but at that price, you know, that's... that's uh, And see, that's what harness racing misses out on now, is that uh, it, you get something like that, whether it's my selection or an individual just following a horse, sees a price like that, you have your couple of dollars each way on or whatever it is a day or two beforehand. Come the race, you might be interested in backing something else or, or you can afford to then back two or three horses in the one race if they're those odds. If they're not there and you've got nothing to prepare for... And on the day, you either miss the large odds or they're not available, so you don't get involved. Um, and we're missing out on that turnover. Yeah, 